Streatham Space Project, please welcome to the stage, Kill James Bond. This one will not last for the entire show. <laughs> Daddy's back. Hello, Stressum. <laughs> I'd love to say it's nice to be back, but we're here against our will. <laughs> they keep making these pricks! You see, the thing is, right, if, if, you've, if you've followed the podcast, you know, I watch... Criterion Collection, right? Like, I have a BFI subscription. I like to watch films that are good. I like to watch Wong Kar Wai and... There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. Ooh. <laughs> and so, we are forced to confront Austin Powers. <sighs> Mixed reactions from the audience. <laughs> some, some of Austin's family in tonight? <laughs> They made three of these, and we felt every minute of them, believe me. <laughs> oh, oh, this one was all right. I actually had an okay. Uh, this one was kind of acceptable to me. It's a long decline, right? It, it, goes, it gets a lot worse from here. Um, but so we begin in the 1960s with a classic for us, a Blofeld bit, right? Like, we all love getting comedy out of the management relations of Spectre, right? Please touch your hand to the metal plates, all of these things. Hack jokes, hack jokes. <laughs> Who would try and parody James Bond to make it funny? Mike Myers. And I, I tell you what, he manages it in this movie sometimes, because in this movie we start with Dr. Evil. Now, Dr. Evil is Donald Pleasant's Blofeld, 5% gayer. Um... <laughs> In this film, 5%. Yeah, 5 it's, and rising. It's, it's <laughs> Donald Pleasance Blofeld, but who has a shower attachment. Like <laughs> Donald Pleasance Blofeld, who has felt another man's breath sync up with him. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And also a bit Trump-like. It captures the same kind of affect as Trump. He says words a bit weird. Um, and it's... it's hmm. But so we are introduced to his... Evil cabinet. And let me tell you, first of all, this movie is struck by Will Ferrell in brown face. Yeah. Just oh my fucking god. Immediately. Oh. Just, just, I remembered this character. Like I was aware of this oh, guy. Yeah. But the second like he appeared on the screen, I was like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> they really did it. They really fully do it. In a fez, in sunglasses. And this is like a 60s spy movie type. Fine, right? Why does it have to be Will Ferrell? Because he's one of Mike Myers' friends. And we will run into this throughout the next three hours of content. <laughs> a lot, believe me. Um, but we have him, Mustafa, and we have Frau Farbissner, who is sort of the Kleb, the Rosa Kleb of this movie. Um, sort of evil, sadistic woman, uh, sort of... Um, a little bit um, Rosa Clevin, a little bit this one Canadian nurse called Lotta Hitchmanova, because there's a lot of Canadian in-jokes in this that are only funny if you're Mike Myers. This oh. is another problem for this movie. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Is and, Mike Myers Canadian? Yeah, I'm afraid so. <laughs> the, the, 
That doesn't feel right to me. Like, I believe you. Mm. I uh, attacked on both sides. No, they walk among us. <laughs> they, they, they look... They look like normal people. They don't talk like them, but they look like they normal could, people. Could be in Someone this very you know maybe a Canadian. He's biologically Canadian. <laughs> a Canadian bodied person in my space. Yeah, a cab. My Stratham space. <laughs> we can always tell. <laughs> you just hand them a bag of milk and you try and gauge their reaction. You know, it never <laughs> fails. <laughs> Trying to change the laws of the Canadians how to use a separate toilet. <laughs> That's like the five genders of just like male, female, no gender, like the like South Asian, like Jester right, said, right. trans people and Canadians. It's a, it's a toilet with like a maple leaf on a door and a lot of really disappointed stoners in there. <laughs> it's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> So Dr. Evil, Dr. Evil is very upset about their failure to, and this gives us our briefing, right, for this. We must kill Austin Powers. <laughs> no! Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and now we have to go and see Austin Powers, which means it requires us to go to. I just have this on speed dial. This is, this is like drop number one. I just have this right here because there's going to be a lot it of is. it. Um, and this next scene, it, it's a challenge for me as a lifetime member of the More Movie Dance Sequences Club. Um, you, you have to like trust in the institution and you have to believe that like when you know, bad actors enter it, it's still worth preserving. And that's the way I feel about this dance opening. Um, it's, it's sort of, it's a hard day's night, right? It's Beatlemania. Austin Powers um, dressed very much like this. Thank you. <laughs> Velvet suit, uh, cravat, National Health Service glasses. Um, nominally a fashion photographer by day, spy by night. I couldn't find glasses that looked good enough, quite frankly. Yeah. I, I tried, but I, I just the vision wasn't there. Well, they don't make know? things anymore in this country. They don't. <laughs> I got. I got to be honest with you. I think this is funny. Apparently, they also I, don't make Mike Myers in this country. No. <laughs> what is happening to our society? A that we strategic can't even... Mike Myers gap. See, I'm now developed. offended retroactively by the teeth thing. I'm madder. <laughs> I wasn't originally because I was like, okay, this man is making fun of Britain. Yes, we are very silly. Yes, we are a joke country for losers. Yes. But I'm like, no, you can't say that if you're from Canada. <laughs> no. A famously serious nation. He went to an American dentist and had them make him up uh, British teeth. Um, which what the he's, fuck? He is wearing this prosthesis, this dental prosthesis through the whole movie of like bad teeth, right? Which is insulting. It's stolen valor. I worked very hard to get these teeth this bad. <laughs> A lot of years went into this and he thinks he can just, you know, enter into like my spaces. Uh, he doesn't mm. have this like shared cultural background. He'll never know what it is to be British. Um, <laughs> I, I do think, and this is me putting up me defending this right at the top because it will not fucking last, but I do think there is something, there's a nugget there of something very humorous to be like, look at this fucking guy. That is the <laughs> sexiest person a Brit can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, and I was that, like, that yeah, is, I'm owned. That is a funny joke that like women really desire Austin. He's yeah. he's like really cool when it's like this is the sexiest man in Britain. He's just yeah, like exactly. a little like toad. That's funny if you're British. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For, for the next hour and a half, we're going to be teaching you about the concept of in-groups and out-groups. Uh, <laughs> 
who the law must bind and who it must enforce. Yeah, the, the law must bind Austin Powers. When will it start binding Austin Powers? I'm asking this very strongly. But the dance party opening where he's like walking down the street and then all the people are like dancing and he's eating a parade and stuff. That is very cool and it is very impressive the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the main joke that this wants you to know is, again, this is the sexiest man in Britain. Right. Um, I don't like that he's pointing right at me. <laughs> <laughs> From behind, too. It's quite threatening. I'm not worried about like, it. She's you're, like, you're next, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what is he now? Oh, fuck. <laughs> so at the end of this dance sequence, he gets into a Jaguar E-type, which it, it's unfair to put a Union Jack on a Jaguar E-type. Yeah, it's, vandalism. It's not its fault it was born here. It's trying to be better. <laughs> Right? Aren't we all? Um, People will just put Union Jacks on anything these days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a joke that won't make sense on the recording. And we're I'm not doing going physical to Should have been here live, just, shouldn't you? Just to That's own right. the people who are listening later. <laughs> <laughs> you are the in-group that I bind. <laughs> no, you, uh, the other way around. I protect yeah, you, but I don't bound bind by you. Us right now. Uh, <laughs> And the, the, the E-type is being driven by a sexy lady, Mrs. Kensington. Mrs. Kensington. That's right. Yes. Um, and that's uh, Austin's partner as a spy. Uh, and Crucially, not in a romantic sense. No, think. no. Attracted to him, but not willing to make the leap because she's a Mrs. Kensington, and that's, you know, respectable. Um, at which point we get Basil Exposition on the car phone. Michael York... Does anyone know anyone related to us who can do a Michael York impression? Because we're kind of, we should have thought of that ahead of time at this point. We really should, needed an impression. Should have wheeled, guy. Should have wheeled Milo out. He's in Australia. What, like fucking Hannibal, like Gurney thing. <laughs> <laughs> Take the Getting thing sucked yeah. off by a twink. That's what they want these days. It's like wheeled back out. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Milo. Well, if you can get him. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have a Michael York impression. I just have a drop of him saying, I never forget a pussy. Wrong. Oh my God. I'm fucking up so badly, boys. I'm, I'm, uh, put, put me down like a racehorse. I have a drop of him saying, The electric psychedelic pussy. <laughs> because mm. you gotta go to a second location, big man. You just gotta. Um, and at that secondary location, Dr. Evil has laid a trap for you. Um, now, they drive to the... The electric psychedelic pussy... There's a bunch of sort of little cameos of like, oh, you might remember is, this sorry, person What is from the, the wait list on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pretty much have to go abroad. Centuries. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the pull through, I thought that was the latest thing. No, no, no. It's all about the electric psychedelic pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like carbon capture. You know, we hope it will be invented. We, um, you know, we, we put all of our faith, our trust into the fact that someone will invent the electric psychedelic pussy. But, you know, not yet. Um, I'd love to get on this, but I can't reach the... <laughs> just, uh, Hang on. Sort of like, I'm going to do this just for the over, sake yeah. of it. The electric psychedelic pussy. Yes! Yes! Nerd alert! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have a... That's not funny, Devon. Drops no, no, so I'm powerless over you. But they go to the electric psychedelic pussy. Austin dances. And he gets his drink order taken by a woman. And Austin remembers another thing that it means to be British, which is violent transphobia. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, straight away. And this movie instantly incinerates any goodwill it had built up in the previous four minutes. Because this is minute five. Yep. Like, on God, it's minute five when he deploys 
the line. And this is one of two, the lines. You know what the line is, but I'm going to hit you with a line anyway. That ain't no woman. It's a man, man. Yes, we know that line is because we've had it yelled at us out of cars. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that and the Loretta thing, getting real old. But this, this joke is less transphobic in context than I remember, and I hate defending this movie, but it really is, because it's a lift of a bit from Thunderball, mm-hmm. the bit where Bond fucking hauls off and punches the guy uh, who is disguised as his own widow. Um, but it very abruptly and very obviously changes shots from a female to a male actor before and after the the punching. And it it makes it so much like more of a slapstick thing. Mm. Um, it's like he punched the gender right off. Her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like- Is it possible to learn this power? <laughs> <laughs> Just punching yourself. Uh, but I, I feel That's like- what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, kicked by a horse, all my gender came out. Um, but- <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you're listening to this after the fact, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like it's like Apu and the Simpsons, right? In that, uh, okay, in context, whatever. <laughs> but, just, mm. just getting in a fire. So like, do you want to fucking go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> well, in many ways, the big boy never left, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> That would really fucking perturb anyone that you were fighting against, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can get one just free blow like, in. Like, like Peter Capaldi and Doctor Who level of just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I, I feel it's like a Pooh and the Simpsons, right? Where, like, in context, it's not as bad. Doesn't matter. Fucking kids remember it, and this is a movie for teenagers, right? And this, is, this movie is, like, God's gift to bullies, right? And it, this still had currency, even when, like, I was in school, and this came out in like 1997. This stuff had like a, a longer lifespan culturally, specifically amongst kids that bullied you, which yeah, really popular in the bully demographic. Yeah, yeah, and that that sucks, especially when as a trans person you have to sit yourself down and go, okay, first thing, our bullies were right. Um, okay, okay, they had a point. Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, do have to hand it to them on this one thing. Like the fifth quadrant in demographic marketing, like male, female, under twenty-five, over uh-huh. twenty-five bullies. We've got to add a whole new set of restrooms. South you know? Asian women, Me- men, women, uh, gender non-conforming people, South Asians, Canadians, uh, bullies. bullies. Yeah. Oh, you don't go in that bathroom. <laughs> oh, do not go in that bathroom. <laughs> it's all all swirlies. What is this? on the door. <laughs> it's like a, a one stick figure dunking another into a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but but this this woman who like gets exposed and gets her wig torn off responds to this the correct way, pulling a switchblade knife correct. and trying to kill the person who did it to you. Um, That's the one free blow you can get in. Make it count. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Dr. Evil, waiting in the wings, kills her with a spear gun. And then leaves. And it Just leads exit. me to ask, what was the trap? <laughs> <laughs> because if that woman was the trap, mm-hmm. well. that joke's way funnier than they thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like time has passed and like, yeah. this joke has aged like a fine wine. <laughs> it's like, in some ways, not very good. In some ways, genius. All right, all right, they got me. <laughs> 
No, I think the trap was he was just going to wait up there with a spear gun and then when an opportunity presented <laughs> itself, just shoot Austin Powers. But he's instead like, oh, I got I to gotta shoot he my girl. He would never do this. No, no. I do true. appreciate a hands-on villain. That's mm. true. Yeah. yeah. From waiting from the wings, too. Um, but so he escapes into an escape pod in the form of a Bob's Big Boy. Now, this is... What the fuck is a, what a are Big these? Boy? <laughs> is this a Canadian bit? Yeah, this is Canadian imperialism. Uh, uh, so, uh, Bob's, Bob's Big Boy... Um, well, it appears to be in the shape of a big boy. Is... <laughs> My, my, my parents God. look at me in the hospital. Um, <laughs> Bob's Big Boy is a Canadian-American chain of like burger restaurants, right? Um, and they, like, they just have a mascot that's like a boy with a burger. And this is transformed into a rocket that Dr. Evil escapes in. Is that the reference that they're making in The Simpsons where the guy's with the donut? Is that the... I think that's maybe the same thing. I don't know. Wonderful. Mm. I'm learning a lot here. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you can get Canadian citizenship after you know completing a series of tests about how much you know about um, uh, you know Bob's Big Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Name Tim, a second Tim Canadian Tim thing. Nice. Name yeah. a third Canadian... Oh, fuck, it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> Mike Myers. For, cold for, up there, for a dollar. Name a Canadian. I don't pay attention to any Canadians. <laughs> I don't remember losers. A, a, third, a third Canadian restaurant, Canadian Tire, I guess. Um, but so he goes into space, is frozen cryogenically um, to a time when, as Basil says on the narration, when free love is dead and greed and avarice rule the world. 1997. And that's a joke that's aged better. That's mm-hmm. more mm. perceptive than I think the movie made it, uh, in, well, intended it to be. Um, but the movie doesn't really stick to that, and I have a theory about why, but we'll get there. Um, first of all, we got to do radar operator bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, Spinning oh, the antenna. God, Guy that- I love to see. This, this actor's name is Clint Howard. He's like a legendary American or potentially Canadian. I'm, I'm really shaken by <laughs> that. I don't, know. I don't know anymore. Could uh, be any one of us. I'm getting worried. Would you fuck your Canadian double? <laughs> no! I fuck. told you last time, Jesus yes. Christ, imagine the maple syrup. Just everywhere. Atrocious. But yeah, the, the radar operator, whose name is Johnson, uh, played by legendary actor Clint Howard, um, who calls up uh, like an Air Force colonel and is like, there's a giant big boy on the radar. Mm-hmm. And, Does and, some bits. Yeah, yeah, they it. do some bits. Uh, as the big boy returns to Earth, and this general has to go to... I know it's their least favorite drop too, which is why I'm going to keep playing it. I, I was genuinely impressed when you didn't like walk out on stage to be like, "It's right, KJB, back in." <laughs> Although you don't think Streatham is London, so don't, don't attribute that to me. I you hate this place. I didn't say those things. <laughs> you, you keep telling me why can't we do more central? I'm, I'm being I'm being snitch jacketed. I'm being fed jacketed. <laughs> you uh, you're doing a microaggression on That's me. Right. Um, I've I, I've never said that. I love Streatham. We'll get I think macro it's, later. I, I think it is in London. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> put that put that on the fucking signs. <laughs> Welcome to Stressum. I believe it's in London. Oh, it's called El Cali. That's yeah. right. That's right. Move this thing out of the way. Um, yeah. You can so put now, that on now the floor if you'd like. you can't see my face. So uh, we go. We go to the Ministry of Defense, where they've they've cryogenically frozen a bunch of people. About it, why don't you? And and Basil Exposition is like, 
This is our celebrity wing, and I don't know who any of You don't know who Vanilla Ice is? You know who Gary Coleman is? I've heard of Vanilla Ice. Gary Coleman, referencing hmm. the existence of Gary Coleman, not even anything yeah, fam- he did Famous joke, really the just, existence like of Gary Coleman. Being like, look, Gary Coleman, is, was such a banger joke for the entirety of the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could get a laugh with anything like that. Hey, remember the existence of this guy? What are you talking about, Ellis? Now you have that to do kind of Gay thing. Blofeld. Like, it's so much more work. I was only born in 2002. I don't know who it is. To the person who just, like, did a spit take, I just want to say, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is true, though. <laughs> Stressum is in London. Abby was born in 2002. Mm. Canada mm. is a real country. Um, all of these things. All well, let's not strain credulity. Here. On, on <laughs> knowledge and belief, all of these things are true. Um, but, so, they defrost Austin Powers, um, which is a fun scene. I get, I get one joke out of it, which, well, one drop out of it, really, which is just... Warm liquid goo phase which is, which is me when I fuck my Canadian double. So they, they defrost him and he pisses? Yeah, this is the Believe first real, the like, the first really oh. good joke in this movie, and that's stretching it. Oh, I was hooting and hollering, baby. I was there, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you heard of whole that shot. <laughs> and the joke is because he's been frozen for 30 years, he has to piss for a long time. Uh, and and the, he keeps cutting off the announcer that's announcing when he's done pissing. Um, which we have in all British bathrooms. It's, uh, I don't know why they introduced that. Very astutely observed that he, that he came to Britain and did his research. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Um, and he gets unfrozen, introduced to this American general and a Russian general. And, oh man, that, that joke's come back around again because he goes, what, are you crazy letting the fucking Russians in here? And, <laughs> ooh, tides of history or something. But the, the joke we get out of it is a good one, which is... Finally, those capitalist pigs will pay for their crimes, eh? Hey, comrades! That's right. You, you know what? You know what? <laughs> the, this, this sex criminal is a comrade. <laughs> Well, not, not an unfamiliar sentence for a lot of left-wing organizations. <laughs> <laughs> this sex criminal pointing at Devon <laughs> is a comrade. <laughs> a slightly less common turn of phrase for left-wing organizations in the United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> but, yeah, because he says, why are the Russians here? He says, the Cold War's over. and that, that The end of history has happened, Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done. It's over now. We're all friends. And uh, me receiving my Patreon box. Yay, capitalism! <laughs> and th- this is this is I like this joke. I like that Austin is like either so mercenary or like so cowardly that he's just like, oh yeah, whoever, please please take me out of the defroster. Um, at which point we have to go into another sketch because this is an, another problem that we have, uh, which is this isn't a movie. It it, do- it doesn't have the structure of a movie. It's a series of sketches because Mike Myers, aside from being a Canadian, is something far filthier. And may Allah forgive me for uttering these words. He was on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) Now, Saturday Night Live, sketch, skit, comedy show. And so it's all like this. It's like five minute bits that really hammer the punchline home every time, strung together for an hour and a half. and some of them are good, a lot of them aren't. This That's one's one of the good ones. Genuinely the greatest crime of this movie is it just doesn't let a punchline like land and no, then move no. on. It never wants to. It's like, did you see what we did there? It or if it's yeah. a bad joke, they're like, that was a bad joke, wasn't it? Let's make it four more times. And I'm like, stop. 
yeah. the third one, it's funny again. On the fourth one, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, so so I've talked before about like some American comedies that are made now. Somebody will make a joke and then someone else will go, did you just say joke? And then we get beat, beat. Then we move on. We haven't quite gotten to that stage yet. It's not quite terminal. But now we do just have joke and someone will just go, joke? And then we move on. So it's not that bad yet, but it does still great. The early stages. Yeah, the MCU didn't invent this. Um, but first, we have to say hello to Elizabeth Hurley. And I personally am saying hello, hello. to Elizabeth Hurley. Hello. Um, hot touring. I think we can say that. Um, look, she has... If, if, you, if you look up any of her views about anything, not great. Really? Oh. I'm, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this. But oh. hot Tory. I know. Oh, that's a shame. Problematic fave. Um, <laughs> loading the captive shame. bolt pistol. Oh, well. yeah. uh, <laughs> Take so, it back. <laughs> but this is this is Miss Kensington, Vanessa, uh, Mrs. Kensington's daughter, um, and she's the kind of like because women in the nineties, right, was stuck up because they had invented feminism, um, and they they didn't want to fuck anymore, and so uh, it, it, you know the, the the thing that this movie suggests. Uh, not even really jokingly, is that the pendulum has swung too far the other way, right? And now... Now we need a little bit of, like, 60s machismo yes. to bring things back to, yeah. Yes. Um, because, you know, she has, as Basil said in a line that was cut from the script, a bug up her ass. Uh, and I, th I fully just think that Michael York refused to say that, which, given the things that Michael York has said on films... <laughs> Getting sucked off by a twink, things of this nature. Um, that's that's extreme. Um, and also, by the way, the script for this movie, available online, they cut a great deal from it. I will be making reference to, to this. Uh, yeah, we, we have a theory about who might be responsible for those cuts. Which I do. Which is an interesting one, yeah. Yes. Uh, but so Austin immediately they sexually... They say we. It's just those two. They, they were like hanging out in the locker room talking about this. Yeah, absolutely. Was, we, we were I talking about around uh, all of the things that you said about Stressum. Like... Um, <laughs> I think it's a fine establishment. Uh -huh, I think um, uh -huh. it's easy to get to. Um, <laughs> I think I think the transport links to Central are, yeah, are thank very strong. You, thank you for thank you for getting an extremely easy journey to Central London. Um, My train was only delayed three fucking times, <laughs> and I was coming from Victoria. My, bu <laughs> My bus gave up. I got two thirds <laughs> of the yeah, way here, and then they were like, "No, nah, no, nah, get up." Genuinely, the group chat just like before like six o'clock was all of us being like, "Yeah, we're all going to be late," and then just being like. <laughs> TFL is trying to cancel or kill James Bond. That's true. That is true. It's the only conclusion we can come to. Mm -hmm. Well, because of our virulent anti-union politics. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but so, so Austin immediately sexually harasses this woman. He starts calling her baby, for one thing. Uh, but also because he has no internal monologue. It's a bit he like talks about how hot she is. Um, in a way that's distinct from the way that I just did, right? It's fine when I do it. <laughs> that was a choice. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's post-post-ironic. One post-ironic, that's shit. Two posts, that's, that's good again, and you're actually obliged to give me your money every month. Um, <laughs> but so... I need, to, I need to get someone backstage with like a big shepherd's hook or something. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hooks onto the back of the belt. Um, but so... <laughs> She, um, you know, tries to correct him on the, the office culture of the 90s. She says, don't call me baby, first mm -hmm. of all. Yeah. But he, he wins her over. She, like, smiles despite herself because he's like, ah, come on. Come on. Oh, that's a good tactic. Yeah. yeah. She's I'm like, just oh, a little, you can call me Vanessa. I'm just a little guy. And, like, <laughs> it, 
here's the thing, right? The movie thinks that Austin Powers is pathetic, but it thinks he's pathetic in the same way that it thinks that James Bond is bad, which is not that he's a rapist, but that he's out of his time. He's a man out of time, Austin Powers. Something we've we've never seen yes. before. That's yeah. a good take. Yeah. We should consider doing that. That's a really good bit, I think. <laughs> He's a man out of time. Yeah. Wild, right? Uh, but yeah, Maybe so that's what we need right now. It's, it's, it's some old-fashioned... Maybe... Oh, Maybe they've just need. done it again, haven't they? Get, just... just get rid of some of that wokeness, really. So, like, pull things back to the center where you're allowed to call women baby in the office. They're going to do this again. Aren't they? they're, mm. gonna, they're just going to do it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this, this reaches for the same, like, uh, legitimizing bullshit the Bond movies do. Um, and I think one thing I'm, I'm just going to lay on the table right up front, movie one, as we have learned from putting George Lazenby on stage, or the phrase historical oh, allegations. George. Those 1960s kinds of masculinity, maybe, just maybe, they weren't as fun for everyone else. Why couldn't you have just kept quiet? <laughs> Why did you have to go on the stage at the Sydney Opera House and say she liked it, actually? Uh, you dumb Australian motherfucker. Uh, Why couldn't you have let me have the man from Hong Kong? <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. That stuntman especially didn't like it. Mm. <laughs> well done to the three people who have good memories. So remember what? when we talked about James Bond? Yeah, remember that. Who? We we have to deposit ourselves into another skit, which is the Neil- penis pump scene. The penis pump scene. Swedish-made penis in larger pump. Because. The guard at the Ministry of Defense, played by Neil Malarkey, who used to be Mike Myers' comedy partner, it's a and great is surname. funnier than oh. him, is the other problem. Yeah, like, he's, he's really, yeah. he makes the scene. He, he makes carries it. it. He yeah. carries this scene on his shoulders. Is Here is all of your stuff, including... Swedish-made penis in larger pump. Which embarrasses Austin. He's like, that's not mine. And... There follows a series of like cascading evidence that he is in fact a fan. Like, oh, of it's the, the receipt for the Swedish penis pump, and he's like, "Oh, it's mine, but it's, it's not actually mine. I don't really like it." It's like here's a book about it, I, it, I, it's actually mine, like, and I like it. I also book I authored about book how book I don't funny. consider Stressum to be in London. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Neil Malarkey like slam dunks this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good. But at this point, we have to go back to Doctor Evil, and we love management comedy, right? Um, we love confronting Will Ferrell and Brownface some more. Just like regarding Doctor Evil, yes, this movie spends the entire like first act ob- obscuring his face. Yes, it does for, for a long like you don't see who Doctor Evil is. You don't do it, and then when they reveal it, like it's not like a punch. They just sort of it's like just it's, a reaction shot. It's Mike Myers again. Yeah, it's like oh, it's Mike, Mike Myers, Myers again. in a board camp. Da, 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 da. One thing I will say about this movie: it, they did not have the Mike Myers movie double technology yet. And so yeah. they don't appear in a shot together because they didn't know no, how to do don't. it. So <laughs> you get a lot of like reverse shots where it's the back of clearly someone else's head. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bald dude who they found. Like, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> At least we've only got two Mike's Meyer. Because holy mm. fuck, do yeah. we get a lot of mic? You can you can graph this um, because yeah, really easily. It does yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as you'll see from from it's the like script, a Prague U graph number of Mike Myers versus <laughs> artistic standards over time. Yeah, very much. Very no x-axis, just <laughs> increasing. I think the thing is right. This movie made fifty million dollars, right? Which is no small amount of money. Love to have that much someday. Um, if only I could make jokes like this. Um, Yay, capitalism! But. As as it made more money, people stopped being able to say no to Mike Myers. 
Um, and he started being able to keep more things that he wanted in the script. Because I've seen what got cut from this. And let me tell you, there's a scene where he fully invents a new racial slur. He does this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you showed me this in the group chat. Yes, he does. Literally, that's not a that's not a description that we've embellished. He he does, in fact, he does. invent a new racial he, slur. Uh, he, he does a bit about how you have to call them sex workers now, and this is a bad thing. He does a bit about how Ooh, uh, flight attendants can't dress sexy anymore. Um, <laughs> it's real what is bad. It's <laughs> a fucking right. movie about that. Uh, yeah, and, and it's just a list of things I'm upset about, and then I do like. A <laughs> <laughs> and then someone saved him from from himself. Someone went, "No, you can't put that in the movie. Stick with the penis pump." Pump with a mm-hmm. penis pump. Someone um, whose identity will be revealed later. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> He's in um, this very room. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get introduced to Dr. Evil's uh, henchmen and women, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number two. Uh, number two is here. Robert Wagner. Robert uh, Wagner. Stylish eye patch, very distinctive voice. And he's the sort of like business head of the front that Dr. Evil has set up, Virtucon. And the joke here is like corporations, they, they just do the evil stuff now. Crazy. Um, didn't didn't happen before, but now you know it's very bad. Um, you got Frau Fabissner, who I've mentioned, and you've got what's this dude's fucking name? It's Mustafa. It's no, 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 no. There's another guy who is named the oh. way J.K. Rowling would name an Irish character. <laughs> oh fuck! I can't. I think fucking it is literally Seamus. Paddy something. Seamus yeah, Paddy O'Brien. Paddy, Paddy oh, O'Brien. Paddy O'Brien. Fuck me, Guinness McFightsy. Like, are you fucking... Are you fu- I'm so sorry, Tom. Are you fucking kidding me with this shit? That's all right. I had Seamus or car bombs. It, wouldn't, it wasn't getting Bastard over here. Um, but like, this is, this is worse, right? Because I it's- had James Joyce. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me just let's scroll here. Nerd alert! <laughs> But so Paddy O'Brien's deal is a Lucky Charms joke, right? He has a little charm bracelet. It it's says, a long walk to this joke, but it joke. is. Yeah. It, it, I think it's funny. You, get me? you know it's coming the I whole time. It's good because it's the only mm. time Frau Fabisner gets to do like a bit of acting. That's yeah. true. Or, well, acting is, is very uh-huh. generous of me, but she delivers some lines. So after your Lucky Charms. All in a row as well. So it's after good, your it's Lucky good. Charms. It's like the serial commercial. Yeah, it's she, like the commercial. <laughs> where the little guy is running around. He wants the biscuits. Things um, like this. So, so Dr. Evil announces his plan. Can you uh, cut that, actually? I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devin, we're actually live. <laughs> all right, all right. Strike what that from your fuck? memories. <laughs> like, like you're a jury in a courtroom. That's going to be stricken from the record, right? Um, we're live. Hey, do any of you have a bottle opener? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> because do, do, <laughs> just, you know, genuinely, this is their table. would anyone like, like to? Ah, oh, legend! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you to the fans. You'll go, oh, yeah. Oh, your keys are on this. You'll get that back. <laughs> Do not worry. I'll open these both now, actually, just to be safe. Yeah. So, just vamp for a bit, thank you. Oh, yeah, it's fine. I like how whoever got us the drinks has just, like, sussed us out quite... Yeah, but I have bottled water. Uh, you have, what, Prosecco and two Thatcher's Golds. <laughs> They got a fucking number. Outrageous. So Dr. Evil's plan A is we're going to blackmail the royal family. Now, the joke... I like these bits. The joke here is we're going to blackmail them by saying that Prince Charles has cheated on Princess Diana. And that's a topical joke, apart from the fact that she had just fucking died when this movie came out. (laughs) 
Again, a joke that got much funnier. <laughs> yeah, the plan has gone a bit kinetic, right? But, uh, but also it's like... <laughs> Dr. Evil flooring it in a white Fiat Uno. <laughs> He'd look in a white Fiat Uno. He'd look yeah. so good in that. <laughs> no. He would look sick in that. Yeah. But no, it, it doesn't work now because the royal family has been rocked by bigger scandals than this. Yeah, I was the joke I was going to make and the one you can't react to is blackmailing the royal family worked for <laughs> mm. <laughs> So plan B... Plan- you have to tell me that story later. I don't even know that. <laughs> oh, this is some like deep QAnon shit. Don't worry about. It. Uh, <laughs> pl- I don't remember what Plan B was. Um, <laughs> plan C. Um, plan B was ozone layer. Oh, the fucking ozone layer. Yeah, ozone layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very topical. Yeah, layer. yeah, yeah, for sure. This is like very much what's current at the time that we're writing this. Um, <laughs> Whipping open a newspaper because I'm writing my fucking movie. Like, yeah. yeah. What's fucking going on now? <laughs> you know how they, they you can't even dress sexy when you're an airline hostess anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can if you want to. I think they allow that. I'm not sure, but mm. uh, not yeah. like podcasters, you can dress it, sexy as you want. That's, that, that's true. Gotta, this, this dress should be about twenty percent shorter. Um, but so the plan, Plan C, is we're just going to do what we always do, and I like this because it is every Bond movie. We're going to steal a nuclear weapon and we're going to hold the world to ransom. Fucking stick with the classics. Yeah, why not? Uh, Play the hits. If yeah. it works, it works. That's right. And we do also it's meet... It's never worked. We do also meet Scott. Yes. Yeah, we do. Dr. Evil's clone son. In the script, 15 years old. Uh, but <laughs> I think they decided that was a bad idea for several reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Devastatingly. Now, the thing is, right, you can't judge people by, you know, our morals in our advanced time. You have to judge them by the morals of their time. <laughs> You have to judge them I by them. Pack up the podcast, lads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, play the theme tune. All right, thank you. you, you <laughs> We've been killed, James Bond. You have to judge them by the, by the standards of their time. And at the standards of their time, it was acceptable to cast Seth Green in a movie. <laughs> it was a long walk to that punchline. <laughs> It could have been shorter, but I yeah, refused you, you to just, let you get that. You just like built one of those like airport like escalators on a flat plane in front of my punchline. This stage is now difficult terrain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my halved movement speed towards the punchline. But I, I do I do press quite the button, like press this. The bit. Nerd alert button. Oh for fuck's sake. Nerd alert! Thank you. <laughs> I do quite like this joke, which is that whilst Dr. Evil was in space, they used his sperm to create a child. And uh, it's it's this kind of disaffected. I think he's meant to be a teenager. He yes, acts like he a is meant to be a teenager. He's got a um, Kurt Cobain T-shirt because it's yeah. again topical at the time. That's but fine. I, I like that when Doctor Evil is confronted with this news, he's like quite sincerely moved by it. Yeah, and that's a joke that we like keep coming back to. That he's just like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, I haven't been in your life, son. Like it's actually quite, <laughs> it's quite sweet. Yeah, and Scott's like, no, I, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I hate my father. Teenage stuff. I uh, think that the Scott Doctor Evil stuff is actually like good. Yeah. I think it's the strongest. Part mm-hmm. of the movie, yeah, it's good. Um, when I say strong, I just like we're grading a- on a curve here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> there's another dude who we have to meet. Oh Christ! Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Okay, so you remember how in the movie Goldfinger there was a big Korean dude who was not Korean? Uh, yeah, so one thing this movie's done better. Than- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got a real Korean, <laughs> Korean, Korean American, Korean American. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Who did not have to train for this role? Uh, this guy called Joe Son, played 
playing <laughs> Random Task. Odd job. Now, yeah. Now the thing is, right? If you fucking do brace yourself, if you do a fucking racist <laughs> yeah. character as as like a, if you play it straight in a '60s Bond movie, if you just do it again in the '90s as a joke, that's still doing it again. That's the same thing. And this is going to be a recurring theme for the next fucking two live shows as well. Is you're just repeating the thing. Um, the other thing about this is we. We found out. We did so, some research on this man. man yes. Man. We have done a background check on yeah, this yeah, individual. The, the, the CRB check on Joseph Son. Because uh, the thing is, right, the trivia section for a movie is, is not very <laughs> exciting on Amazon. Um, in this one, it, the most exciting thing that happened was two editors on IMDb having a fight. Um, That's because, pretty good. No, genuinely, because like there are a bunch of notes that were like the curb cuts in the dance scene aren't correct for 1960s London, and someone else adding editing in nerd alert, and well, you wouldn't expect them to change every curb, would you? Um, and I, I would. You know, I'm fully with the first person. This is this is an error. Every frame of fucking painting. That's right. If it's it, everything is in the mise en scène on purpose. Um, but no, th- that's what most of the the trivia is like. You know, goofs, things like this. Oh, you can see the back of some guy's head, and it's clearly not Mike Myers. Oh, you can see a boom mic Gen- shadow in this one. Gen- general trivia: Joe Son, the guy who played Random Task, uh, life imprisonment for torture. That's a that's a specific crime. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Because you, it was torture re- genuinely. in the process of gang rape. Yep. And 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 then after having been in prison, he murdered his cellmate for an additional life sentence cuz you double up on these things, I guess. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what he did, he did this like the the movie was just like out. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he just did this. The victim had a copy of the movie in her house. It's, it's enough to put you right off your 1960s spy comedy. It's bad to have for anyone to have a copy of this movie in their house. <laughs> Especially. That's true. Fortunately, it was on Netflix, so I didn't have to buy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, so, it, you know, it, good luck getting that out of your head for the rest of the time he's in this movie. He's the reverse Harold Sakata. <laughs> he has to train for 30 years to life to not murder anyone else. <laughs> very, very, very striking. Yeah, but so at this point, we go back to Austin's plane on the way to Las Vegas. And man, okay, this is where they cut the, the flight attendant bits. But, but there aren't any flight attendants in there. Like, what was he no. just said it? They were cut. They were cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, they were. They were all going to come in. One of them was going to be a man dressed as a woman. Mm-hmm. God, the script doctor fucking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> script doctor <laughs> lifesaver. Like the yes, script doctor yeah. was deliberately just like. <laughs> this script was in palliative care. Like they were this Dead close the to turning it off. Yeah. It's like yeah. a script Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this gets even funnier when you find out my theory about who the script doctor is. But yeah, yeah. Um, this was also going to be the inventing a new racial slur scene. Yes, it was. They really packed them in. This would have been like a one, two, three punch instead Rack of just em. one punch. And the one punch is he. Literally tries to jump on Vanessa, like across her back. Um, and Which is not where the pussy is. 
Well, I mean, you don't know where they're going to position them. The electric psychedelic pussy. <laughs> yeah, you can get that shit put in anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's not penile destructive. You can just have that wherever you want. Oh, yeah, of course. Have a bunch of them. Like the I wounds of Christ. I hate everyone thinks they're penile destructive. <laughs> <laughs> the color of wounds of Christ, man. That's just a great phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's a very few surgeries that are penile destructive. <laughs> <laughs> penile destructive script surgery. Um, <laughs> But so, but so, um, like he makes the the you know the line that people remember from saying, "Do I, do I make you horny, baby?" Um, and we see that he doesn't, right? But she's kind of smiling a bit despite herself. And this is rancid '90s irony misogyny, right? Where it's like me being pathetic means that it doesn't count that I just said the worst shit you've ever heard, and actually, you secretly love it. Um, what if you don't secretly love it? Don't worry about it. Of course you do. Um, that's not that's not a good place to build a decade on. And trust me, it gets worse for the next two movies. Yeah, because then then we go to their hotel room in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and he's still still doing the shit. We get the line: "Should we shag now or shag later?" Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, "Austin Powers, I would never have sex with you because it's 1997." Mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah, I'm I'm a beautiful, you know, put together woman who is too stuck up for her own good, and I secretly like like you, but I don't want to admit it. And it's like, no, come on. But Bond movies were doing this shit unironically in the '60s, and it was rancid then. Um, but so that is me, though. <laughs> if, if you if you want a me though joke, the joke that I have written down in the plane scene is the thing about Austin being pathetic is it's like. Imagine a beautiful woman wanting to have sex with a disgusting, ugly, kind of funny, oh, mostly cringe Jeez, British person th- <laughs> with bad teeth. If you can imagine that, meet me after the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Again, a long walk. Stop taking such long walks. <laughs> no. I think the punchline is in London. Um, <laughs> So, Vegas, Las Vegas, it looks like shit, right? I don't think it's meant to. It's just, it, it was the 90s, you know? Napoleon Solo is gambling next to a fucking, like, dusty window at, like, two in the afternoon here. I thought you were going to say Napoleon is the master of Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> 1990. Casinos are now battlefields. Oh, fuck. I would watch the fuck out of that. Right? The master and gambler. Patent pending, patent pending, patent <laughs> pending. Fuck you. <laughs> Strike that from the record also. <laughs> so, There's definitely an Ocean's Eleven joke in there, but I can't. Yeah. So she she's like, I don't want to fuck you. Put it together at home. They they go gambling where they meet number two at the blackjack table, along with his personal secretary, Alotta Vagina. And we get the joke? Joke. I thought you said Alotta Vagina. Because it sounds like the word vagina. Yeah. Oh, did you yeah. just fucking say? Didn't get it joke? first time. Did I say vagina? You know, some some men find the word confrontational. Um, <laughs> but so we. I, I, I like that Austin's just dressed like Austin still. I think oh, it's yeah. good. Like, <laughs> sure. It establishes that they're undercover, and then it like hard cuts to him just like wearing like red crushed velvet, and just like yeah, you, you get like a bunch of quick hits of topical jokes. His cover name is Richie Cunningham. Vanessa is Oprah. The soup Nazi is the croupier. I did, uh, I did right by God, it's the soup Nazi. It's the soup Nazi. Ah! They were like, yeah, we love the way you did that soup Nazi bit. Would you like to have a 
quite mundane role in a successful British comedy movie. I thought you were going to pull a bit the drop from when he's walking through the casino and just goes, hey, Americans. (laughs) No, no, sorry. I I simply don't have that. Mm. No, shame. This is where we do get the, and to be fair, it is quite funny, uh, where I think he plays blackjack against number two, who has, uh, he's like like x-ray eye patch. And I think he's on like 17 and he, he, he hits and gets a four. And it's like, oh, I like to live dangerously. And then Austin that's like, has like four and goes, I'll stay. I also like to live dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Just like, it's, it's, it's a good joke. Because, it's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's blackjack because no one fucking knows what Shamanda Fair is. It's good. Uh, so number two excuses himself to go to the bathroom. And Austin, Austin follows him in a fine English tradition of, you know, bathroom perversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just yeah. making sure he's not going into the Canadian one. Well, he actually, sa- he actually says to a dude in there, uh, no, actually, I'm English. That's so good. That's- Liar! <laughs> the guy he says that to is my favorite fucking character in the movie. Oh, the Texan bar. Like insanely supportive Texan guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, that guy, that Dude's exact wrong. same Who character. Who's the guy from the Man, Man from, from Uncle? Uncle. What the fuck is his name? Yes. The, 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 my name is Bentley, ma'am. Yes. I'm not even trying. Oh, oh shit. Forward. That's in Texas. Off the dome. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. That Bentley is in the fucking building, and in a in a joke that has come back around again. Austin says, "I'm English." And he says, "I'm sorry." Mm. <laughs> Yeah, he walks in, he sees us out, and he's like, that's one hell of a fancy getup you got there. Are you part of the show? And he's like, no, I'm English. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm sorry. All right, mo- mo- most juvenile joke that's still got a laugh out of me. Uh, he sits down in the thing, uh, patio car bombs, tries to kill him with the garrote, uh, and Austin is like fighting for his life in there, you know, literally for once. What, what I really like is that like mm. before the, that's the bit even starts, like before yes. the patio car bomb shit starts hitting us, we f- like I, I'm sorry. We, we have, you, you have the, to the diversify Texan. this shit. You have Provo Art Gallery. Heist. I'm sorry. Like, I forgot. I was thinking about the next words in my sentence. Uh-huh. Shamrock o pigs under his arms. <laughs> I'm just aware that there's a, there's Again, a in groups who can turn and out groups at any time. Even before that shit occurs with Seamus McFinnigan, you you get the Texan sits down. And he just goes like, "Good luck, buddy." <laughs> like unprompted, yeah. and I think that's like that's a fucking true blue he's, homie. He's like that guy's ride or die immediately. <laughs> we'll get through this together, and it's, it's like so good. The, the the unsolicited shitting counselor who who is like, all right, we're gonna get through that. Like you're landing a plane. <laughs> He's holding my hand through the like glory hole. <laughs> That's what they're for. That's what they're for. <laughs> Surreal. God, like, imagine you're yeah. sitting there and you see a hand come. <laughs> just, just squeeze it's it. Like, just squeeze my hand. Like just give us some toilet paper. It's like an emotional glory hole where it's instead of sex, you're just like, I just want to hold someone's hand. Yeah, I don't want to know who you are, but I just want to hold uh, your hand. I, I, I heard you were English, and so I understand that you need help using a bathroom normally. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid that if I don't help you, you're going to start looking under the stalls. Yeah, for they make women. a blind joke as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy, uh, happy to skip over so, the blind so, joke. So Seamus Heaney uh, like lunges at him with the with the garrote, right? Um, and Austin's like grunting and groaning. His, his feet are getting lifted up off the floor, and the Texan guy's just like, "Oh, buddy, come on, it's going to be all right." Th- I laughed. I, I am ashamed to admit it, but I did. <laughs> it's that good. one got me. No, it was it's good. Fun- I think it's it was funny. funny. It was a good bit. The problem is, this is a movie of sometimes good bits, sometimes bad bits. It's not a fucking movie. It's just not. Um, 
But he kills the guy, you get the punchline, which is a weak punchline, which is the guy looks in there, sees, uh, you know, Flannel Connery, and it goes, oh, Jesus, man, what did you eat? Um, it's like, uh... Uh... Back to Dr. Evil. This is another problem. The movie has too much more fun with Dr. Evil than Austin Powers. His, yeah. Yes, and this really hampers the second film, too. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Look, we've, we've skipped over some, something that's a core part of this movie, oh, that shit. is the interstitial dance bits. Ah, yes. yes. The, what the fuck? So, 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 so the vibe with this... Did they the, just not know how to end a scene? They just like hard cut to Austin Powers' face in like macro? I, I, can, I can explain. It jump scared me twice. <laughs> I, I, I also got jump scared and I can explain, right? The, the reason is Austin Powers uh, is something that Mike Myers started with a tribute band with the uh, guitarist from the Bangles called Ming T. Um, and th so that's his band. He puts his band in the interstitials. And so I see oh. like a bunch of, a bunch of women in like sixties body paint and fuck all else get so hard. I think I have COVID and then get jump scared <laughs> by Mike Myers face. It keeps cutting into Mike Myers face. <laughs> Real close. Like re really like, oh God. And every cut in between scenes, it feels like is this. Um, just, but it's always just long enough that you forget that they're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> and it has like, yeah. and it's like it's, the, the shot composition's horrific. It just like hard cuts. It doesn't matter the lighting or anything. It'll just hard cut to like Mike oh, yeah. Myers' face, and I like, mm -hmm. every fucking time I make the like <laughs> Metal Gear Solid alarm huh? noise. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best best I've got is the Vine Boom, and I had that because I wanted to do. I'm English. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so Dr. Evil holds the UN national costume stereotype room to ransom um, another Seinfeld yeah. guy is Babu in that oh okay I did like how proving they that they do know a brown actor so why the fuck yeah Will Ferrell they made why, Will yeah. Ferrell ah <laughs> uh, Grim but, I, I do like the, the when they cut to the UN and everyone is in their like most stereotypical dress, I like that like it's equal opportunities offensive. Yeah, there's a Mountie. Yeah, yeah um, there's like a Mountie. There's like a Scotsman in a kilt. Not the most mm. uh, offensive portrayal of a Scottish person. This, oh, this we'll see. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get to that. In groups <laughs> and out groups. In groups and out groups. Uh, but yeah, so he holds them hostage for one million dollars because he doesn't know what inflation is. Uh, and it's, it's a fun joke. The first time. Um, <sighs> fuck what fucking happens next in this movie? Is this where we get the, the element of the evil plan that would absolutely definitely work on me? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Hang on. God, I think it might be. Yeah, they go back to Dr. Evil and Frau Fabisner is like, all right, check this out, big man. I've got a plan. Sexy robots. They're, they're called fembots. I just, I just heard someone say the words, nah, that's later. Fuck. Whatever. What are we we're doing, doing here? We're doing the Fembot the Fembots. Podcast I keep is this? almost saying Femboys. <laughs> we're doing <laughs> That's in the Bro, second one. Bring in the Femboys! What about Company Vincent? Sergeant Major there? I can't shout in a woman's voice. <laughs> they just bring in the Femboys! Bring in the Femboys! One, two, one, two, blah, hush, blah, hush. There you go. That's the one room joke I'll do. By the far right. Oh my God. Okay, fine. When, right, when they do the fembots bit, sh someone, whoever it was who there's knew, shout fembots now. and we'll yeah, get to we'll, it. We'll right? get, there's the counseling bit between 
Because now, now, let me just check in with the with the fucking. It's nice to have. Nerd alert! <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's nice to have a resource. Now right? we have Burt Baccarat. Oh, yeah, because yeah, okay. God. So they, they, they go and they stake out Virtucon. They they like take a photo of random task, um, and you get the second instance of a pussy joke, which is uh, he sees the cat and he goes, "I never forget a pussy." Doctor Evil has beat. a cat. Cat, right? It, it, this they had to do this because pussy was the funniest word in the world at that time. Um, they lived in pr- in primitive times. The CIA hadn't invented the word pussy yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you wanted a cheap laugh out of a room, you had to just go with pussy, and that didn't you see, know? It doesn't work. No, pussy, no, exactly. pussy, yeah. Got them all. Go see. <laughs> Don't yeah, <woo>. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they them pussy. Ah, hold on a second. Ooh, now it's 2020. Now yeah. we're talking. So, so he takes a few photos of Vanessa because the script remembers that he's supposed to be a photographer. And Vanessa gets her picture taken and she goes, oh, great. I want to fuck you now. Uh, this never works. This never works. No one has ever gone. I've had my photo taken with a 35 millimeter camera. Would you like to fuck me now? What do you think I'm doing it for? But it doesn't work. <laughs> So yeah, they go the, out, they yeah. you know, enjoy the sights of Las Vegas. Yep. Um, and then they go back to the hotel room and she's well, she's cured of being stuck up now. That's true. Before before oh, they good. do that, they have to introduce Burt Bacharach. Uh, and this movie rescued Burt Bacharach's career in his old age. Not but, well enough, apparently. Well, both then and now it mystified me because I don't know who the fuck Burt Bacharach is. Yeah. <laughs> like I I don't know, songwriter, music guy, kind of loungy. Um but this is apparently, he a pre Michael Bolton, Michael Bolton? I, I don't know, but I, I tell you what happens to Vanessa after he plays one song. Warm liquid goo phase begins. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, go, they go back to the hotel. You get a cheap visual gag about them fucking when actually they're playing Twister. And then she gets drunk and she goes, right, please have sex with me now. And you get the kind of thing that makes a 17-year-old on Tumblr go. I actually think Austin Powers would be transpositive, which is he does the minimum. Or even better, the take that I have seen, oh. which is that Austin Powers is a trans man. That's the basis of my costume. <laughs> what do you mean? That's... <laughs> <sighs> I mean, that really puts a whole extra gloss on the I'm English, I'm sorry conversation, doesn't it? <laughs> In the men's room. Uh, but so she, she goes, please fuck me now. And he does the minimum necessary legal thing. <laughs> he won't do it. He's woke. We'll, we'll get, yeah. I'm watching for binoculars. We, we will get you a medal. He, Austin Powers respects consent, right? And my, my question is, does he? He says, no, I, I can't have sex with you because you're drunk. And it's like, is that that good? Was that that good in 1997? I don't think so. Like, especially because the way it's filmed is don't have sex with a drunk person not because that's inherently wrong, right? But because you will be rewarded with a nice, wistful, romantic moment, which he gets, right? She, like, falls asleep on him. And, and also like, later pussy. Yeah, he gets... Well, the thing is, right, I was going to trail yeah, that a like bit more. it's like Jack in um, Mass Effect 2. You have to refuse the first time, uh-huh. and then you can well, romance it, it, it later in, on. In, mm-hmm. in some cultures, it's considered polite to refuse the pussy three times. Oh, Christ. I've just realized a joke in Austin Powers 2 is much more racist than I thought it was. Um, we'll get that. We'll get that. Slow <laughs> yeah. down. We'll yeah, get yeah. that. Don't so, worry. So, so the way I was going to trail this was to go, about the only thing you could do worse is immediately make him have compensatory sex with a woman of lesser perceived value. Yes. Thank God for because that. Because she's oh. Italian. Ah. She is. 
and I'm looking at the man from Uncle Clock of our Italian's <laughs> wife. Uh, yeah, the answer's no in this one, folks. Uh, yeah, so Basil calls him up and is like, uh, sorry to hear that you were not willing to commit sexual assault. Would you like to go and fuck this other woman instead? Um, please break into a lot of vaginas penthouse. Uh, and we're going to say vagina a bunch more. Uh, and then, you know, do some, do some spying, uh, which he does. He, he, ta- he takes some pictures of the files. Uh, it is quite a funny joke that he's like taking pictures of her secret files and talking to them as if they're models. Like, yeah, 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 I like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> That's quite funny. Yeah, that is good. Uh, and then a lost vagina enters, detects him, and we get a seduction. Okay. Yeah, go, this, please. This movie's go up, at its best. Oh, jeez. Uh, this movie's at its no, best when it's pastiching. On a- please do not put a spotlight. <laughs> It's at its best when it's pastiching. It's at its best when it's like, here's an event that happened in a James Bond movie, but we've put this man in there instead. <laughs> like, Isn't that's that good. weird? What if he had fucked teeth? So like, they're in the hot tub, and then <laughs> a lot of vagina says the phrase from You Only Live Twice, which is, in Japan, men come first and women second. And, then, and I'm like, yeah. cool, yeah. I remember that from the movie. And the the <laughs> added second punchline is, or sometimes not at all. And it's like, eh, weak shit. Also, you know how I know that You Only Live Twice is Mike Myers' favorite Bond movie? Because he keeps fucking copying it in he all does. of these. Yeah. Every single one of these movies, there's a bit where it's like, it's time to go to Japan now, and I put my head in my fucking hand. This isn't Japan. This is a Japanese-themed penthouse in Vegas, which sounds like the most fucked vibes on the face of the fucking path. <laughs> Weeb Mike Myers. <laughs> he's, he's doing like rising sun shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't appreciate knowing about the existence of weeb Canadians. That particular overlap on the Venn diagram, very threatening. I don't I feel comfortable just knowing about Canadians in general. No. <laughs> but she, she gets into the hot tub. Um, it's not sexist for me to point out that two giant 90s breast implants just floating on the surface of that water... They, they hadn't dialed in the surface tension of those yet, and man, it's, it's noticeable. Um, and he, he does a couple of more, like, more racist Japanese jokes. There's a, a joke about how sake sounds like sake, which is... Yeah, if you say it like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> say it wrong. Yeah. Um, I, can, I can say any word wrong and make it sound like any other word. That's the capacity <laughs> that I have. Crazy. Don't uh, also, he also, he farts. He does. He does. And then he has a little soliloquy about it as well. Yeah, a little like, like child. I skipped through that. Part. I was hitting the button really yeah, yeah. liberally. But, but he fucks him is the main thing. This is off screen, um, which is, uh, I, yeah. don't, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I didn't need to God. see. It's I didn't need screen. to see Austin Powers' dick and balls. And where a different movie might have, like, where a different movie might, sorry, you really just. <laughs> took me that's the there. jump scare that they hit you with. Yeah. They hit you with a jump scare. Oh, you, oh, you think like, that's his what? hand? Okay. <laughs> I did, yeah. I really did. did just think that was just his resting hand. them on your shoulder. Oh god! Um, <laughs> what the hell was that? Yeah. Where, where a different movie might do the, the classic, you know, like fade to black, train going through a tunnel, yeah. flower opening, something. This, this has a hard cut to Mike Myers's face, as close as you can fucking imagine it. <laughs> POV, you Genuinely are a vagina. Me up. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the pussy see? Oh, no, the I pussy the... is not seeing that. The face is nowhere near the pussy. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't think Austin Powers is supposed to. No. Uh, So now, now someone gets to shout. It's not a joke. Fucking 
No, none of you cowards. Fembots. I'm sorry, I spoke now, over it. My now is fembots time. That again from the top. No, no, no. It's fine. If anyone just wants to shout fembots at any time, you can do that. No, you can't. Fembots! I want to be very what? clear that you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's great setting you up for that. Uh, yeah. So Frau Fabissner is like, yo, check this shit out. I have the technology to make a squad of ten out of ten baddies with gun barrels that come out of their bras. Um, They're all blonde and American, and I've, yes. I've written down this would work on me. <laughs> Yeah, blonde. American. <laughs> Sex bot. The electric psychedelic. <laughs> 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 and there are four of them. Yeah, it's true. Um, and she's like, yeah, no, no man, including Austin Powers, will be able to resist them. Uh, I'm, so, I'm just like really worried by the labeling of. Austin Powers hate crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have hate crime one and I have hate crime two. Yeah, we have two Austin Powers hate crimes here. When are we getting? Oh, no. Yeah. We'll, oh, they'll we'll, show up. We'll, we'll get I've to. I've definitely got a, at least one note about uh -huh, a hate crime. Uh -huh. But so the, the thing is, right, I, I, I read the script, which they didn't shoot. And man, second Austin Powers movie, they trailed the existence of he-bots. Which leads me to well, think they come out of a dick and balls. Like <laughs> yeah. a shotgun. They do. In the, in the script that was cut, they do mm. do that. Genuinely. Which means Goldmember very strongly trailing the possibility of they them bots. The bullet come out of the uh... <laughs> Impossible to Tits know. And dick. Best of both worlds. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> it's it's uh, never mind. It's a tweet. it's a tweet. Um <laughs> <laughs> but but truly, they could not handle they then pussy. Nerd alert! So so Austin Austin has to go back to the hotel, and he needs to learn a valuable lesson about intimacy in the nineties by making Vanessa jealous and boy crazy. Yeah, because they have a I Q scene. Mm -hmm. hmm. They have a Q scene where they go and get gadgets from Basil Exposition. Yeah, here's a watch that doesn't do anything. Here's some uh, toothpaste and shit. Uh, it, is is that a gadget? No, you just have fucked up teeth. Yeah, yeah. Fine. And then Basil's mother is there. Oh yeah. Yes. Why is this in the film? So well, I, I'll tell you why. <laughs> this film, Hate Crime Two, or whatever. Well, Hate Crime Two, just for just for the sake of my. It's a man, baby. Fair enough. The line. There it is. Um, we've all heard of setup, reminder, payoff, right? We're all we're all. Cinephiles here, we know this. This movie has a little technique I like to call setup reminder. <laughs> Where <laughs> if it thinks the joke is funny enough, it'll do it again. Yeah. And that's the end of that. You'll never see that <laughs> shit again. There's a number of these fucking things. Oh yeah. This they is do... just the most prominent one. No, the most prominent one is the fucking henchman thing. Oh Christ, you're there's right. about two times oh, and there's no oh, payoff to it. Uh, well, <laughs> a second transphobic hate crime struck uh, has struck the live show. Um <laughs> And yeah, it, it really hammers this this joke home. And it, the, he punches uh, Basil's mother, who is a woman. The, you know, the wig doesn't come off. Austin is wrong, which again makes it less transphobic than it appears. But no one remembers that because everyone remembers. It's a man, baby. Like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, but now, if anyone ever does tweet that to you, you, you can just listeners, you can just be like, oh, actually, Austin was wrong in that scene. Yeah, and, that and then, then they yeah, go, nerd alert. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> 
and you yeah, just, you just a, to... a really effective strategy of someone is like threatening to yeah, kill you is to just be like mm, well I think you'll find that the reference <laughs> you're making <laughs> yeah, is actually inaccurate <laughs> in the a number of ways <laughs> yeah. so uh, at this point we have to intercut with Dr. Evil and Scott going to therapy and this is a really sweet scene. Yeah, it's 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 fun. We learn a bit about Dr. Evil's background, which is mostly the jokes are European guys are weird, which is true. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's asked to give his story and, and the joke is that it's like an incredibly specific thing. Like he was so, raised by like Belgian pastry chefs. Insanely and, like, fucked up childhood. Uh, yeah, like, uh, and it's like, uh, it's he has like a Sean scrotum, which is yeah, like bracing, which is just true. Yeah. Uh, someone leaving at that. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. I knew there was something I had to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course. Uh, when I was insolent, I was placed in a burlap bag and beaten with reeds. Pretty standard. Really. Again, it's me, me in the group chat. Isn't it? Um, but so the, the other thing to note here is that the, the therapist. Very sad, folks. Very sad. Very sad. Uh, the, the, the other, th <laughs> the other thing to note is okay, that I promise I won't try to do a Trump impression again. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just I let the team down. I'm not going to do that today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the therapist is Carrie Fisher. Now. You may be oh, aware it is, isn't it? that Carrie Fisher, apart from everything else, was renowned in Hollywood as a script doctor. She... <gasps> <laughs> you dog! I, I just had that up the sleeve the whole time. Carrie Fisher did a lot of script doctoring on Star Wars because, as Harrison Ford famously said, you can write this shit, George, but you can't say it. And so... <laughs> Yeah, Star Wars has always been weird as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's always been fucking strange. George Lucas blasting, sing, sing, sing. No, the so opinions of Devon do not represent the opinions of the on the podcast. <laughs> Star Wars is a very great property. You should all watch uh -huh, it. Uh -huh. but I'm simply saying still... it's not weird to have Lizzo and Jack Black still... in an episode because no, it's always no, been that's shit. Like the floor I'm of defending Star you, yeah. Wars you here. You never know anyone. Disney. Anyone you want can show up. Uh, maybe. Almost anyone. You never know. The only way to find out. Just watch all of it. <laughs> Get a Disney Plus subscription. Disney Plus just consume all of our content. There's so mm. much. There's so much but content, so, folks. Folks, yeah. all great yeah. stuff. But, but, but so, <laughs> so, so Carrie Fisher, right? She she did a lot of script doctoring on Star Wars. My contention is, I don't think it's out with the realms of possibility that she worked this over and went, you can't do the racial slur. You can't do the, the called sex workers now bit. You can't do that, Mike. Michael. Mike. Stop it. Now, I'm not going to say that Carrie Fisher failed us for the next two movies. There's a reason she wasn't in them. They were like, do not let Carrie Fisher see this script. Yes. <laughs> She's going to make her take out all the racial slurs. Yeah, edited against it his been will. 20 minutes long. Yeah. But, but so, oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's a tight 80 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Dr. Evil, his, his character is being European is weird, which is true. Looking forward to making an entire character out of it in the same franchise. Uh, at which point, Austin and Vanessa go on the Virtucon tour to try and infiltrate the, I just, the lab. Yes. I want to highlight it. In, in, in that scene, it ends in the greatest way you could possibly end a scene, which is Carrie Fisher goes, we have to stop, and then it hard cuts away. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's the best way to end a scene is just be like, we're done now. I, I, sort of, I, I don't even think that was a line. I think she just said <laughs> it. They, just, they left that one yeah. in. She was like, yeah, just stop, stop. I, I, I'm not. I don't really support the thing of putting actors and things after they die. I, it was feels a bit creepy to me, but I think all movies should end that way. 
<laughs> just Carrie Fisher walks on and is like, all right, folks, back it up. They should, <laughs> should re-release the second two films and like CGI reanimate yeah. Carrie Fisher yeah. into it Carrie to make Fisher, it better. Carrie Fisher as a force ghost going, you, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. It's over. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> At this Soundtrack point, available in the lobby. A figure yeah, yeah. Rack, everyone. <laughs> so at this point, they they go on a tour to try and infiltrate Virgicon, and Vanessa is very jealous. And what Austin does is some vintage '90s slut shaming, where he's Yay, like, "This woman that I slept with, you know what? She meant nothing to me because she was a slut. She was the village bicycle," he says, uh, and therefore yeah, it meant nothing. Don't worry about it because I'm in love. With you, I just take that for your own parasocial purposes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I only have eyes for you, Lesnar. Um, <laughs> I love wow, you, your Anon. name. Your name. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow, Anon, that's so interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Vanessa, Vanessa is is very jealous yeah. because she's like, I want you to be my partner, um, and it's it's the '90s, Austin, and she tells him off, and he has to have a sad montage. Of watching like the moon landing Austin, and a bunch of other shit. We're monogamous in the 90s. Yeah. And he's like, not groovy, baby. Yeah. And he just like has a, a tears Austin, down his face. Austin, the CIA have not yet invented polyamory to try and destabilize Western leftist groups. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're, they're bringing it back, you know, the first time and the second time. It's, it's. <laughs> Uh, you don't get to hear that joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't also, hear it Yeah, I should also say, uh, Mike Myers is at this point wearing a turban and a fake beard because Mike Mike Myers thinks there's there's two nations in this world that are funnier than Ireland and Scotland, Japan and India, and oh buddy, you want to talk about outgroups? Mm. And the, the India stuff, it just keeps coming because they infiltrate the lab and he's like, I'm going to do some hypnosis that I learned in India. He's dressed in brown face. That's why we mentioned the India thing, yeah. by the way. They, From, they're disguises as they do the tour. It's just like, yes, he's very, yeah. yeah. From my guru. And like, I can see what they're gesturing towards in the in the 60s. Every fucker had a guru, Rishikesh, all of, the, uh, all of that shit. Fine, but whatever. But like, he, he literally did brownface for this. And you got Will Ferrell to do brownface for this, which is, yeah, you know, once is alarming, twice, de like, depressing. Um, but so... <laughs> Three times a brown face. <laughs> <laughs> back around. <laughs> He's here tonight. Ah, take that shit off your face. <laughs> but before we talked about this, like, so, yeah, smash cut to Carrie Fisher being like, no, no, stop it. <laughs> But so, <laughs> we're going to keep making that joke and it's going to make no fucking yeah. sense yeah. to every audience after this. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the alarm gets raised immediately. Uh, the, they shoot a bunch of guys and most notably, they do the funniest gag in the movie, which is running over a guy with a steamroller. And the steamroller is miles away and he's like, ah, last forever. Very good joke. In Highly commend it to you. Not as enjoyable in comedy podcast about the movie form. <laughs> but I then, then they, they cut to... And I do quite like this. They, they cut mm. to the family of this goon who are like so stereotypically like perfect suburban, like the mum's taking a pie out of him, like the kid like bicycles home, like little Billy. Mm -hmm. And they get the call. It's like, yes, my husband's a henchman at Dr. Evil's factory. <laughs> and then they learn that he's been run over by a, ste a steamroller. And it, yeah, funny. that is funny. It's they, funny. And it again, is funny. they do they do it twice. They do set they do up reminder. Mm. 
<laughs> yeah, and imagine doing jokes about henchmen. It's you know, it's embarrassing, <laughs> embarrassing stuff, really. Uh, but yeah, no, th this one is certified funny, and it's at this point that I begin to feel like the feminism inspector. Uh, I, I'm going down with my clipboard, and I'm like, "That's funny." Freeze! Feminism inspector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's funny. That one's funny. You can you let that one let through the brown face. Mm, mm, no, <laughs> you simply do not have to do it. Um, but I will say one thing. They do a decent... <laughs> I just imagine Jordan Peterson, like, terrified in his house, like, with, with a gun and a tank top as the feminist inspector's like, we know you're in there! <laughs> the, the, Feminism inspector! <laughs> you don't have to let them in. You don't have to let them in. Remember, take me alive! <laughs> no, the, uh, the Feminism Inspection SWAT team. But one, one thing I will say is they do a decent Ken Adams Tropes set. versus women in your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so they immediately get captured by Random Task. He just bonks their heads together. Um, and they get put in the quasi-futuristic costumes that villain loves, villains love to put Bond and Bond girls in. Uh, Scott pioneers the just shoot him bit at this point. He's like, he's, he's right there. You could just do it. He's, he's like, like, I've got a gun in my room. You yeah. give me like a minute. I'll go get a gun and we'll shoot him. He's like, you could build a fairly successful podcast off of this one joke. <laughs> <laughs> at some point we'll come up to you the second couldn't. one. Please keep paying. <laughs> <laughs> We could, you could. Yay, capitalism. <laughs> you don't have the vision to create a joke based around, what if you just shot him? No, no, it's us and Mike Myers. It's an uneasy siblinghood. Um, yeah. And let me tell you, at this point in the movie, fucking, it drags so badly. Uh, because most of the jokes are, Dr. Evil says a word weird, or he's like disappointed by a guy and he goes, right. Yeah, because now they're actually having to like wrap up the film. Yeah, they're having to make a movie. Yeah, yeah. you have to like, a write a film. The like, plot the arrives. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. oh fuck. Yes. Oh yeah. shit, this guy. Like, yeah. Um. So Austin and Vanessa get imprisoned above a tank. It's not sharks. It's sea bass. Mm -hmm. Can't get the staff these days. Very funny. Yeah. We have two um, and a third movies left of this, by oh. the way. Uh, and then I they, hope you're excited. They escape easily. They throw a guy in the sea bass. Yeah, uh, Austin Austin does like set up reminder, 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 where he does too many one-liners. I like this. But book. none of the one-liners land. So it just doesn't work for me. Um in in a movie, and this is my theory, in a movie you can do two or three like good jokes that go a bit too long. Like you, they can come back around. I think the the steamroller coming towards a guy is funny. We don't need like 80. No, no. And <laughs> that after can't a while, be your main punchline is we'll just keep doing this for a bit. Yeah, and after a while... Let's see if it gets funny again. It's all that. It's all that. It's all um, that. We're going to be insane on the Goldfinger one. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's going to look like day 10 of the Russian sleep experiment in this <laughs> fucking room. Day 10 of the Russian Austin Powers experiment. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should add an Austin Powers each night. So the last night, there's three of them behind us just like, oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, and we're going to set this through like JPEG of fires as well. It's yeah. going to get lower and lower quality. <laughs> we'll do that. Night, the eyes are red and bleeding like like mm -hmm. Ben drowned shit. Yeah. Uh, so we, we go to the second instance. The second we, instance we of the henchman family ben gag, drowned. which is which is Rob Lowe, a guy I see. Um, I've seen him. He's, he was on the West Wing and he was certainly present. Um, he's in the movie. Yeah. He's going to come back. Uh, later that's in true, the series. he will. Um, hmm. But Rob Lowe and the boys the joke are, are at Femboy Hooters. 
Um, and they get the news that their boy is dead. And... Gentle titter at Fanboy Hooters. Nothing major. Just... <sighs> I have to work so much harder than I thought I would. Um, yeah, so... Tough being a podcaster. I know. It's I know. really difficult, actually. The worst part is me. you had a better punchline for Fanboy Hooters than I did, and I don't want to steal it. So I, I just want to, like... I was trying She's to forgotten. I can see her face. <laughs> Fuck me. It was... Steal it. It was Fembot Hooters. Thank you. Is that a punch? Uh, well, we're going to make it five more times. It was Fembot Hooters. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, Alice, did you just say Fembot Hooters? That's right, Devin. I said Fembot Hooters. <laughs> Carrie Fisher walks on stage. That's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Fisher walks on stage, kills all of us. Thank God. Fair I, enough. It's a mercy at this point. Um, so, <laughs> Christ, they they escape. <laughs> that from, was real. <laughs> they escape from the thing. No, it it drags in the last act so, so badly. Um, yeah, and it, it's like a, a lot of things happen, but none of them are funny. No. Yeah, which is a weakness. Yeah, sort of what you want in the movie, where the apotheosis of this fucking man's character arc is. He instead does a like a song and dance. Um, mm. towards the fembot. Yeah, so, also, so Vanessa escapes. We get a gratuitous shot of her climbing a ladder in a short yes, skirt, which I'm not we a do. fan of. No, um, I'm not. And then uh, Austin meets the fembots uh, and heroically overcomes them by doing a striptease. I do kind of like that the hero saves the day by being silly. I, I do too. Also, it's a nice reversal of like, oh, Bond gets to be like a male sex symbol all the time, but never in a way that like makes him vulnerable or ridiculous or like explosive. Yeah, like, yeah there is a cleverness to it. You seldom see until Daniel Craig Bond in his underwear, for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Unless it's Sean Connery like beating the local wildlife to death with a shoe. <laughs> and even then I'm, he's I'm wearing I'm pretty happy a to have not seen like more... Yeah, what, if you if you were watching the movies and you're like, I really wanted to see like the outline of Roger Moore's cock. <laughs> well, okay, well you know that I was, and I asked you to cut that every time I mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, it was weird to do it after the bit about old Roger Moore too. He got so old. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, have a punchline for this bit. So, um, no, what he, else he, happens he, in the movie? Well, he destroys the fembots by being sexier than them. Which is which is a fun bit, and then Vanessa, who is at this point wearing a leather cat suit, which is almost as much as Abby's Night Three outfit. Um, <laughs> it's it's nowhere near my Night Three. Outfit. <laughs> is anyone here coming back on Night Three? <laughs> Fucking brace yourself. Nice. Yeah, the, 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 those of you are discount. going to get to see some things that you didn't see on Roger Moore. Um, <laughs> I got mesh. It's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, the, the dress stays this long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anon. I People really. People are gonna am. be fighting for like these three seats. Right <laughs> yeah. When we start serving hard enough, we're gonna remove the cloth from the table. <laughs> <laughs> Just like yank it up a little bit, hike it up. Uh, <laughs> like we're wading across a river. Yeah. I just realized we haven't actually mentioned Dr. Evil's plan. Oh, we? for fuck's sake. It's... Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, right? he's going to put a nuke in the core of the earth and cause all the volcanoes on earth to blow up. But he's got it's a big dumb. drill. It looks like a dick and balls. They managed to stop it's it just dumb. in time. Whatever. Great. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so, this, okay, the cat suit's nowhere near your Night 3 outfit because it's got legs, right? But, like, uh, it, it's still impressive with Liz Hurley. Um, she walks in on him and the fembot is killed and is, like, briefly jealous. And he has to be like, no, this was a mass murder that I did. 
I didn't fuck them in a way that made their heads explode. This was fine, whatever. At which point we get a lazy gay joke because one of the soldiers who's with her like kind of looks back around the door like ah, in a way that I think you're supposed to laugh at rather than like laugh with. You know? Yeah, this, that happens in the second movie as well. we'll get yeah, a lot of lot of cheap gay jokes. Um, yeah. Carrie Fisher missed, must have missed that one. Yeah, so they Snuck it in behind her. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but so they destroy the thing at the last second. Doctor Evil goes to escape, and Austin holds him up with a gun. And now I can deploy my political theory because he goes, "All the shit that you were doing in the sixties has fucked the world right up, hasn't it, my son?" Ha- hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he sounds exactly like that. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's D- Dave like, Courtney Dodger. So oh, it's are fucked we? it right up, hasn't um. it, son? <laughs> <laughs> um, because you had you had all of this freedom and stuff, and what did you do with it? It led you here to me to the nineties. Thatcherism. That's right. It was um, his sixties treasure. Yeah. Toxic treasure. Toxic, Fuck, toxic. It was. It was my father's toxic treasure. It was. His Which toxic in my head now, because I'm just doing Dave Courtney bits. I hear in his voice. It was my father's toxic treasure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the '60s boomer hedonism has fucked the world. He sorry, called. I he, let that die on its ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could have got in on that. That's all right. It's all sorry. right. Sorry. He hits Austin with the. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. Which I like that we see gets through to Austin. He's like wounded by it. Um, but so yeah Austin makes a, a defense of the 90s where he's like no we have freedom and responsibility man it's a very groovy time this is a movie about Tonty fucking Blair it's 9-11's never gonna happen baby yeah okay so <laughs> you, d- how, how many of you have seen the movie Charlie Wilson's War <laughs> Right. At the end of Charlie Wilson's War, there is a sound effect of a plane over the end credits to indicate that 9-11 is happening. They should do that with every movie as well. Like, yeah. we, should do the, <laughs> we should get the Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher like, says, go Movie's home. over. 9-11's about to happen. And then the sound of a plane. <laughs> yeah. And in my head, I hear the, the, the Charlie Wilson's War 9-11 sound effects over this. Because yeah, baby, the, tw- the 2000s, right? They're going to be the 60s again, but responsibly. And the 20s is going to be so roaring. Yeah. Let, let me tell you, we did not manage 60s hedonism, but responsibly. We didn't even manage the but responsibly part. We managed the <laughs> austerity part. Um, <laughs> we didn't get any damn hedonism. No. no any damn hedonism. We had to wait for China to reinvent polyamory. <laughs> Fucking, we had to wait Thank for Thank you so much, Chairman Z. I'm just kidding. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the only monogamous. <laughs> <laughs> Please send polyamorous baddies. I am the token monogamous <laughs> member of yeah. That, yeah. That has never been officially confirmed. <laughs> There's a sort of graph of polyamory here where it's like, oh, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm monogamous in, uh, in I'm po- uh, polygamous in that I'm dating every listener. That's, hmm. that's right. That's Independently. Right. I'm saving myself for the listener. We all, yes. <laughs> We're all On wearing. Three empty <laughs> lockets around our necks for your picture to go right here. The top Patreon tier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay, capitalism. Yeah, the top. The, that's a little. That's a little sort of DS for me. The top Patreon tier being we have to fucking wear an eternity collar. I don't care for that sort of thing at all. Um, Some Liz Trust level shit. I'm not yeah. fucking. <laughs> Oh, Liz, where art thou? Uh, God. What a fucking time. <laughs> oh, 
it's a damn shame. You know, it truly is. Um, but yeah, so at this point, number two is leaving with a fembot in a suitcase, which is that's it's a funny, a funny joke. joke. Yeah. It's a funny joke. The boots are sticking out. Um, a loss of vagina shows up and takes Vanessa hostage. Justin takes fucking Scott hostage. Uh, and Dr. Evil goes, yeah, I don't give a shit. You can hear the podcast audibly losing steam. Yes. We're like, yeah. Because oh. yeah. uh, everyone so double crosses like, everyone. It's just like, well, then the rest of the movie happens and we're done. But it's like, it's Dr. really Evil. shit. Lads. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Evil escapes. I don't remember how. I don't remember I what happens to lots of vagina either. Oh, Jesus. No. She's probably dead. Yeah, well, I... A lot of these films are just really similar, which is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they fucking killed Mustafa a bit we didn't even remember until now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, should we talk about it? So they, uh, they kill him, and he, it takes him a while to die. Long time. That's the joke. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He spends most of his time sort of like screaming in pain, which has been much like this experience for me. Uh, Austin does the racist, the racist martial arts noise from Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, and the tuxedo. Uh, that, that's true. Yeah. Uh, he he kung fu's a guy. Well, he judo's. He judo chops a guy. Um, and then Doctor Evil escapes. So I just want to say mm. I studied judo for seven years as a child. I really, I really enjoyed it. Actually, I got a lot out of it. It was a good sport. I wasn't very sporty as a child, and I, I did. Nerd alert! I, I did it. It meant a lot to me, is the point. And every time I ever told anyone that, well, like, what do you do? What do you do? Actually, so, like, I'm really I have enjoying... this drop here on an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> but every time I ever told anyone that I was doing judo, they would always go, judo top. And I was just like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the people you think that's know, bad. I do. So I, she know chops and judo. She means yeah, gentle way. I'm a trans woman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you think, that, think that's bad? I do kickboxing. You know, it's just kickboxing. Andrew fucking tight. <laughs> This is, not this a is rich guy. Water. I do want to see that fight, though. <laughs> I think as, you could take it. As I have publicly stated, not only could I beat Andrew Tate in a fight, but I also have infinite love for the tapestry of humanity, which makes me better than him in his value system and mine. <laughs> and On home turf. I didn't go to prison in Romania for trafficking people either, <laughs> which is the value system of Romania. <laughs> So, so in, in the grand list of like people offended justly by this movie, we've got uh, trans people, got English people, got uh, uh, Scottish people, Irish people, uh, Japanese people, Indian people, judoka, uh, the city and county of Las Vegas, um, the British, yeah, that too. Sure. Um, I, I, I think that's everyone. Me I think personally, that's everyone. I've run out of notes, so that must be the end of the movie. Yeah. No, no. There's the honeymoon. Yes, yeah. They 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 have the honeymoon. You're, you're, they get, you're not rid of they it get yet, married, no. and Austin's like monogamy. That sounds great. Yeah, sounds there's groovy, a henchman baby. they've forgotten about. I can't do an Austin, hmm. which is a problem. Uh, but yeah, so what what happens is they kleb the situation, or possibly they went and kid the situation, which is. Bond is like <laughs> there isn't an attempted clebbing yeah, yeah. But, of the situation. <laughs> Police have announced an attempted clebbing. Um, yeah, which attempted is clebbing. What is that? A crime? <laughs> <laughs> which is James Bond is in the gaff with a lot of vagina or whatever after the fact, and then the villain we forgot about comes to try to kill them. Yeah, in this they, case, they do it with fucking Teehee as well, right? Like, Jeez, all they the way do. Back yeah. This they is their do. favorite thing about like fuck, we forgot a guy. Nick Nack. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Nick, and oh in, in this case. 
in this case, it's it's random task. Random. Who <laughs> is is back a on screen? A sinister presence when you know what we now know about random <laughs> yeah, task. Yeah, yeah. He appears on the screen, and I'm like, fuck me. Yeah, he like stalks towards the hotel, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but so uh, yeah, he. Fucking he brings them champagne the in their honeymoon suite after they've been shagging. Yes, and then under them. a cloche is a shoe because his bit is throwing a shoe, which leads to the line, "Who throws a shoe?" Really, um, I didn't even think that was a joke. So that, mm. that, that George I'm, W. Bush in the house tonight. <laughs> I mean, these boots are hurting enough. You may find a shoe thrown at you at this point. But Austin defeats him with the penis pump? Yes, he does. With the... Swedish-made penis enlarger pump. Because... A payoff! Yeah. <laughs> we did it! <laughs> we wrote a three-part joke! Carrie Fisher lobbied for that penis and pump to be included. all it took was just like a little bit of racism. Just like... A little bit. I love it. He puts the penis pump on the guy's penis through his pants and like fucking pumps the shit out of it until the guy's about to come and then he gets hit in the back of the head by Liz Hurley with a bottle, which, whatever, same difference. I don't care. I'm almost done with this movie. Um, (laughs) I I will say my last note here says, well, goodbye. What do you mean two more nights? (laughs) (laughs) Like they, they do a bit where they fucking hold shit up in front of the camera in front of Liz Hurley's A second time. Yeah. Again, set up reminder. Oh uh-huh. yeah, there was a bit we didn't even mention, but we will There's have to because they do it in the later mention. film as well. Like we Austin so walking around naked in the background, we have, and then we like have this things keep like badly. covering his. his well, no, we haven't um, fucked this quite badly. The problem is, it's really difficult to do a podcast where the whole like thrust of it is you're explaining visual jokes. That's true. Like it sucks shit to right, do. Check it's this shit out. Top Picture secret. this in your head. <laughs> it's a guy, right? What but if he was naked? He's European. Huh? Huh? Ooh. It's, it's not. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> I said, what if he was. <laughs> I said, what one if he was. One million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even use cool. that one, fuck's sake. One uh, million dollars. One that's million the movie. Dollars. That's, and that's the movie. The movie. <laughs> However, we have a science based system on this podcast. <laughs> it's called the SCUM system. Stands for SMARM, cultural and ceremonial. Unprovoked violence and misogyny. <laughs> so, on a scale of one to seven, how smarmy is the movie Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery? <laughs> Are there integers high enough, known to mathematics? Because Fuck me to pieces, man. <laughs> what's, what's the highest we've ever rated? This is such eight. a rude thing to ask. No, because we don't have the note. What's we, the highest we've ever rated something for smarm? We've rated an eight before. I think okay. so. Is it fair to do that with the comedy, which like kind of has to be a bit pleased with itself? Mm, it do- if it As doesn't always, live up to we itself. take points off for being sincere, sincere yes. which mm-hmm. it wasn't. Oh. So, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I would say it is. Yeah, it's it's like too scared to do anything sincere. So yeah, I'm, I'm racking my brain to do anything sincere. Yeah, well, he doesn't like have he doesn't gesture. sexually assault a woman, which is very sincere of him. Is it sincere about the freedom and responsibility? No. 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 Huh? The, the, the song is? Oh. <sighs> it's got us there. <laughs> All right, knock, knock, knock a point or two off then. Fine, what am oh, I doing? I'm going to take one point off for that. My, not, only, not only am I getting the shit kicked out of me not remembering what happens in this movie, but the audience is scoring points <laughs> off me. 
We are going to study the second movie with a fucking fine tooth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> We're not getting a single thing wrong. No, Actually, what's really going to happen is I'm going to remember to bring my notebook tomorrow night. <laughs> uh, that would be helpful. The, the you... secret linchpin that holds it all together. I Abby's notebook. Note. I left yeah, my notebook. Yeah, apparently it wasn't fucking... that fucking valuable, was it? <laughs> 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 Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to to do sort of like hostile like people management on stage. <laughs> I, de- I defended you when you were doing the long bit about you how did. ugly you are, and, and what do I get from it? Yeah, no, to be fair, all of my notes were dog shit. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. don't look at my fucking notes. Uh, six. Six. We're not. No, this is, this we're is not into your no, no. Down, boy. You got one good point in. Uh-huh. Never one again. Point Never off, again. I should say. No. We're putting a divider up between you and us. <laughs> like a Big cab plexiglass driver. wall. Yeah. yeah. Soundproof. We're not even going to turn the mics on. It's going to be great. <laughs> the, you know that, you know that sign in cabs podcast. that's like, when light is red, driver can hear you. It's off whole time. We yeah, cannot yeah. hear you. <laughs> Cultural insensitivity. Dare I ask? Oh. oh no, it's high. It's real high. It's high. Um, it's it's not as high as some of these movies, but on the other hand, I don't want to grade on a curve. So mm, I I don't think I can I give it less than seven. We've got brown face. I mean, we like, twice. brown face this twice. is pretty bad. <laughs> is it fair to grade it on the thing that was cut from the script, which no. is the inventing mm. a racial slur? Which no, again, no, we won't repeat but, it. You have to look that up yourselves. Yeah. Yes, but. No, if it's not in the movie, it's like mm-hmm. okay. is dead, isn't it? Like if it's not mm-hmm. on the screen, then I don't care. Right, Same right. as the curbs. That's right. Curbs mm. are dead. Mm-hmm. Seven. Seven. Oh, I remember the curb thing. Yeah. Seven. Live and let die was an eight. Is this as offensive as live and let die? Yes. Then oh, it's wow. an eight. All right. Okay. Unprovoked violence. This is where it's gonna get saved, isn't it? This is where he's gonna yeah, escape by the skin of his it's, fucked up it, teeth. It's, it's very low. Like, <laughs> They unfuck his teeth for the later ones as well. I know, bullshit. it's fucked. Um, I don't, he shoots a bunch of henchmen, but they are trying to kill him. The guy with the steamroller, the whole joke is he had plenty of time to get out of the way. The, the bass guy. The bass guy was not a, not like a necessary kill, right? Like, I don't think you had to like had the, have the guy's head bitten we off. We can't have the fulcrum of our argument be the bass guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you've got to have someone get eaten by the animal. Like, Someone's got to get eaten by the, like... But what the fuck was it? Seabass. 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 Mutated Seabass. Ill-tempered. Ill-tempered. Mm. That's the See, the best, I mean, the best thing about these bits is when you remember them at the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, One definitely. thing that can be said is to be an improvement over a lot of the James Bond films is he doesn't punch a... Uh, I just remembered. Yes, he does. He doesn't punch. <laughs> That's a man, man. That ain't no woman. It's a man, man. Yeah, unprovoked violence. Yeah, two, yes, two times. Twice. Yes, twice. No, two times. Oh, yeah, the first, yeah, the, the the first one was an assassin. Straight up unprovoked. <laughs> the first one was an assassin. But Doesn't then, matter. He had no way of knowing. He just goes. Just zero to a hundred. Just goes on it. Yeah, okay. So two. Sure. Basil's mom. Four? Any, anyone else? No, Four is too high. Three? Two. Three is... Two? I'm struggling to think All of right, any other... Auctioneer? Unprovoked violence. <laughs> what do we reckon, boys? What about three or two? Two, two. I right. two. Okay, okay, fine. Two. Good. And misogyny. Twenty-five thousand. <laughs> One million. <laughs> I, 
I'm at least, this shows how long we've been doing this podcast and what it's like to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I am at least refreshed by a different kind of misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like after, a cleanser. After, after, an, no, after a year or two of, of like drinking hot poison, yeah. you're like, oh, Ooh, nice cold, cold refreshing poison. Yeah. poison. Yeah. <laughs> the 90s misogyny, I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, it's a new, we've moved, moved on. Up a cold sick. That would be nice. Yeah. Fuck ah, right off. Delightful. Yeah, but you're right about the kind of like, oh, feminism has gone too far. Like, mm-hmm. and we need to like, we need, we need some like, some, some groovy cats who will like make women realize that they secretly want to be fucked. Yeah. And it's then like, since when? No, be I nice. don't. I want to get choked to death by a fembot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd come back on Saturday. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. When? Tell me we're going to kill Alex Alexander. <laughs> Thank God I welcome it. Say. I welcome it. Uh, but yeah. No, we need you. You're the fulcrum of the entire neighbor universe. I'm sorry I said the thing about your notes. Mm. Fuck you. <laughs> I deserve this. There is also, I think, something to be said in terms of like, oh, it's, we're like making fun of the fact that the women in the in the original Bond films are just kind of like robots, and it's like you're just mm. kind of doing the same thing. Again. Yes, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, oh, but you can't do that, and also then just like do it as well. Like, you can't yeah. have the two different pastiches where you're like, they treat them like robots, and then like do it as well. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, like the Liz Hurley climbing a ladder shot. I'm like, that's a point on it. Yeah, it's just fully explosive. Um, and, uh, and the cats, the like zip on the cat suit, which mm-hmm. I'm one to talk. Um, but uh, that's you don't I did that you don't myself. know how she felt about that, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. Although she did apparently ask and receive uh, to keep the cat suit, so which is a move. Cool. It's a powerful move. Um, but yeah, I I want to say this is like an eight. Yes, I think I agree. Okay. I listen to women, so. <laughs> Thank you, I've made that joke 10 times so far over the course of this it's podcast. off every time. Every single fucking time. That gives us a total score of 24, which by the standards of the podcast is pretty bad, but not the worst we've ever had. I think the worst ones we've ever had are still Live and Let Die and Atomic Blonde, which I think are like 28. Yeah. Do, do, do any of you freaks have them in your head? <laughs> Don't you fucking do, like, if, if someone Don't out there knows, no, 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 if they know, no, I love that you're, it. you're not, I'm not calling you that unless you know in your head what the highest scoring movies we've done are. I think so. it's pretty easy because it was Atomic Blonde. Yeah, Atomic Blonde and Live and Let Die. Like it came out yesterday. Ah, yeah. okay. I posted it. I remember Damn. this. Damn. I guess you're all freaks then. Bye. We've been Kill James Bond. Um, <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> no shit, that's literally all I had to say about yeah, it. Yeah, Carrie Fisher walks on stage and is like, mm-hmm. and we're done. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for coming. It's been yes, a treat. Thank you. Yeah, do we have anything else to add about Austin Powers? The Two first one. more days. <laughs> thousand years of Kill James Bond. Kill James Bond <laughs> onto the dying light. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well... It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so yeah, much for coming. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank Stratham. you to the Stratham Sprace. Uh, thank you to Stratham, a place that yes. is in London. <laughs> and good thank luck you to getting the home at this Stratham time. Space <laughs> Project and all of the lovely people there for helping us out and hosting us. It's an absolute pleasure. And we'll be back tomorrow night with the spy who shagged me. We have been Kill James Bond. Good night. <laughs> I'm English.